It's a Turling Tourism Tuesday, presented by AO Tourism on News Talk WANI. Auburn Open Lagging this morning, News Talk WANI. Goodness gracious, it is just Tourism Tuesday for real. You're going to get tired of us. Nah, because that was the thing Chloe was asking during the break. She goes, so you schedule this back-to-back? I said, this is not the first time this has happened. I said, we've had to move Cat <laughs> before and, and bring her over here. <clears throat> and I said, as bad as it sounds, I said, uh, he's gonna, I said Anthony's going to talk about totally different stuff than what you talked about. And sure enough, Anthony comes in because he was listening to anyway, He goes, did y'all talk about this, this? I said, nope, none of that. So I was like, well, there I you go. I listened to most of it, but between <laughs> dropping a kid off and then yeah. not getting in the car that earlier or early. Um, but, yeah, I bring uh, some good good details, but Chloe's awesome. She's one of our rock star interns. So Yeah, she's been an intern She's got a like, tough gig. Yeah, I mean, for, she, for all our interns I've seen and, and worked with over the four years, I mean, she's probably got to have one of the hardest mm-hmm. responsibilities to take on what Kat does, and mm-hmm. that's a big shoe shoes to fill. She don't yes. just have one shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big shoe to fill. It's a big shoe, one shoe. Uh, but, no, we got some great things this past, as you were talking about. It's just funny to see. Um, when there's no football games, just yeah. how much gets crammed in on, on a. I mean, really, it's not even just a weekend. It's Thursday. It starts Thursday yeah. through, you know, goes even through Monday. Uh, yesterday, we had finishing out one of the big uh, Alabama Senior Olympic weekends. Um, we try to do, and I come from a multi sport. You know, event that had, and when I say multi-sport, because I'm about to talk about another multi-sport group. Uh, if you're an endurance athlete, you think you think try, you think mm-hmm. run, bike, swim, but more of a lot of different sports going on, not necessarily tied to each other like a triathlon or mm-hmm. anything like that. But uh, Album Senior Olympics this past weekend had anything from cycling going on at Grand National, had golf at Indian Pines yesterday, had shuffleboard, racquetball, and then swimming is next weekend. Um, um, and that is, you know, we had pickleball late August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's it for this year. And then our hopes are and what we're planning on behind the scenes is for this area to host all of their events um, for the 23 year. Because mm-hmm. typically it happens in the spring. Um, I know I've talked about this before. It's a national qualifier. Typically, Alabama Senior Olympics is every other year. But we are... They love us so much, and we love them. It's mutual. And uh, and shout out to Sam Bailey, Opelika Parks and Rec, and mm. the city. Uh, everybody has pulled together in Deanna Peck with uh, the Governor's Commission on Physical Fitness, who puts on the Alabama Senior Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, it just can't stop raving to me about how much just synergy we have here. And mm-hmm. so uh, we're lucky to have that. And so thank you to all those that made that happen. Shout out to Grand National uh, Marriott for allowing cycling to happen out there. That was a first time thing. Um, so it may go well say, for I've the never, future. I've never heard of that happening yet. Nope. It's now, great. It's great. Great roads, great, you know, when you're talking about cycling, especially when you're not talking about an inner city kind of crit, you mm-hmm. know, urban core, which is downtown area, you want to be close to your, your county roads. You want to be, you know, you don't want to be in really, yep. you know, populated roads. Uh, so Grand National Marriott really is a great place for that. And, you know, one thing I like to do when I'm looking at something that's new, never been done before, mm-hmm. one for our partners, because you don't want a big event become a disaster if it's first time. So I just say crawl before you walk mm-hmm. so this is kind of that concept with cycling is we we just crawled with a good you know event um it doesn't take a ton you know with the numbers that they had but this can open up some doors to some bigger things so i will say that uh i can't believe that hasn't happened before then the cycling at a grand national uh previous company i worked before 
the the head the corporation name was Quantum, and our vice president when he came to town, he loved staying out there at the Marriott, mm-hmm. not because of the golf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not because of the golf that he, he had access to, because he was not a huge golfer, huge bicyclist. Always would bring his cycle with him, and would and he said this is the one. Because they had various markets that they that they that he went to, mm-hmm. he said, "This is the one market that I can go to, and there's so many roads right around where I'm staying that mm-hmm. I can ride." Because when I say ride, he's it's not a joy ride. I mean, no. he's, he's putting in like thirty, yeah, twenty miles. He's easy. He said he said the shortest trip he's going to take is twenty whenever he gets on a bike. So he's looking at like thirty to fifty. That's what he's doing when, yeah. he, when he gets out. And there. And we do not. I'm sorry. Let's just let's just say it. It is. I know that Auburn and the area typically it's just Auburn known as the plains. But this area period, mm. no plains. I mean, yeah. and I get it. It's plains from a different perspective. Right, Most right. people when they hear plains, I think flat. And it's yep. like, no, you're misunderstanding no. what that means. So, uh, but this is some great area, and we've actually had some discussions with some other groups. So, you know, kind of to talk about before I get into some other events going mm. on this weekend that are uh, more up, you know, the sports tourism alley. Um, we, you know, some of the, I like to kind of talk about behind the scenes discussions. Nothing confirmed, but things we're kind of working on behind the scenes with our local partners, Parks and Rec, um, various groups. Mm. Um, obviously, we just got done with the APP Pro Pickleball Tour. Yep. Um, I'm going to get a report today on that. I was out there Thursday and Friday. It was awesome. I mean, to see if anybody got to see it, you knew it was there. I mean, mm-hmm. from a, and I say commercialized in a good way. A lot of time you hear commercialized sports, people start turning their, you know, it's a frown. They're like, yeah. oh man, but it was well done, very professional and not just for the pros. There were a ton of amateurs, nearly 500 players. And when you get around 28 states represented, a win for an inaugural wow. event. So let's just hope. Now we got to really sell them on mm-hmm. coming back. Um, so that was a successful event. But some of the things we've been working on behind the scenes, we, you know, we're hoping that the Atlanta Braves, we're not talking about the actual, you know, we're talking about the Braves, we're not talking about the team in the playoffs. Um, but we're talking about they, they have a, a thing called growing the game, and it's yep. a way to continue growing baseball in the youth markets or in their markets in the youth segment. Um, there are some other opportunities besides the travel ball tournaments that we have. But this year we're trying to have two uh, Braves country battles is what they call them, mm-hmm. and they're youth baseball tournaments. We've had them for the last two years going on three uh, in the June time frame, but because of the 2023 football schedule coming out, thank you, SEC, for going ahead and releasing that, um, it makes our life a whole lot easier, yeah. and Auburn Athletics and the university, we're going to try a fall tournament. Typically, there's a one-day tournaments that happen mm-hmm. in the fall, but when you have an open weekend and it has the name brand of the Braves, uh, we're going to try a tournament potentially keyword potentially on the september 11th weekend mm-hmm. uh, i think it's eight nine ten and then that monday is september 11th and i think there's going to be a theme around mm-hmm. 9 11 which will be really cool so uh you can see we plan along further out for these kind of events um we hope that you know in june that'll get that date that'll be the third year that we had the braves event so we're excited about that another event that we are potentially working on for chihuahua if anybody remembers the auburn tri-series yep it was great. And so the people that ran that were wonderful people. You know, there were some individuals that used to own one of the local bike shops, mm-hmm. moved off. There's a couple local people still here, but there's still the desire to help and have those types of events out at Chihuahua because you got 30 something plus miles of the single track trails, mm-hmm. whether it's for biking, running, you know, all types. So things like triathlons, off road type triathlons, or you can have road triathlons out there. Uh, you can have a uh, dual athlon. You can have 
trail runs. You can combine all those into a one weekend thing. So camp, obviously, Central Alabama Mountain Peddlers mm-hmm. is a huge, huge, I can't say that enough about what they do for to walk out there with the trails. They also are a big key component for us working with these organizers. And this group is called Off-Road Multisport LLC. Kind of tells you what they do. Yeah. And they do just multi-sport from an endurance standpoint. So they do the off-road tries. They do the, the dual athlons and those type trail runs. Mm-hmm. They can even do on-road tries. But we are looking at an off-road try with potential dual athlon component and a trail run component because that would be a two-day event <laughs> with some socials out yeah. there. Because when you have mountain biking or you have running or any of that type of stuff, people love the fellowship. It's a very you know tight-knit group. It's kind of like pickleball. It's a a, um, social type thing. So we had a call with the company out of Birmingham. They want to come to Chihuahua sometime in the summer. We had camp on the call, and we also had Chihuahua State Park representatives. So you can see that's kind of how these things come Mm -hmm. and form together. It doesn't just say, hey, Anthony and Tourism said yes. Uh, Typically, we never are the ones that can just say yes and bring it because we don't own any of these venues, and we want our partners to be sure Mm -hmm. that they like the event, the dates fit, and, of course, that it's a good fit for our area um, from a variety of reasons. So we're excited about some of those uh, potential new opportunities that are coming. Um, so two other events that are happening this Hold, up, hold those thoughts. All right. Let's get a break. Auburn Open Like It This Morning, News Talk WANI. Turling Tuesday is where you are located on A&I. Name the 2021 best talk show in the state of Alabama for the 11th time and counting. You're listening to the Abbey Award-winning Ben Taylor on the Abbey Award-winning Auburn Opelika This Morning. Auburn Opelika This Morning, News Talk WANI. Turley Tuesday, Ant-Man joins me in studio and... uh, his phone rang. He thought he was in trouble here. Not, and not the wife either. And uh, he paid, he's like, hello? He's Brooke like, must have heard. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Kastner uh, must have heard. We uh, thought we'd said something wrong. That her spreadsheet was going to get talked yeah. about. Um, but no. Uh, always make sure there might be something we need to talk about. But, yes. Um, all right. I know we got a couple minutes. So yep. two events that are happening this weekend. This is all on AOTourism.com, as Chloe you know, uh, talked about. Yep. But these are two events that were not talked about. This is an event that the Auburn Ultimate Frisbee club on campus from mm-hmm. the university uh club sports um that is it i don't think it's happened for the last two years because of covid and the universities were really obviously hit hard with um those kind of things and when you're thinking club sports that can go all across the nation every excuse me every university i <laughs> ah, didn't hear it i hit the mic by the way um every university has has intramurals and club sports yep. so if you have ultimate frisbee club sport they could host this or they could come in and to this invitational it is called it's that got to be the greatest name hoot nanny showdown that is it awesome. is the auburn ultimate Cl- frisbee's uh annual invitational tournament like i said it hadn't happened uh it's happening this weekend uh it is at the auburn sportsplex Mm -hmm. which is on campus not Mm -hmm. to be confused with the opelika sportsplex um little creativity we got to come up with some new names um (laughs) but it is an amazing facility out there turf fields check it out it should have anywhere from 15 to 24 teams all across the country Mm -hmm. um you know they have a good bit of number of athletes that come on each team so that's a really cool event and very exciting 
bit about that because it can lead to there is a organizer called USA Ultimate that mm-hmm. governs these groups. Um, they have conferences, they have championships, everything else. So that's really cool. Another event that's really fun uh, that we're excited to have, which is Auburn Aquatics Youth Program mm-hmm. for swimming, and they swim on campus. And so this is one of their meets. They have four to five annual meets. This one's the War Eagle Invitational uh, multi-day meet, and it can bring anywhere depending on capacity and different things that uh, Mr. De- Jeff Dellinger does. Uh, it can bring 800 to 1,000 swimmers. Wow. And these are groups that Auburn Aquatics got a great program, and they bring groups from Atlanta all over the southeast. This is a premier meet, um, so we're excited about that. Shout out to uh, Sarah Stallcamp with Auburn Athletics. She does a great job helping manage that facility, the James mm-hmm. E. Martin aquatics facility so uh without their openness ability to host those kind of things we wouldn't be able to host these kind of uh, events so that is really cool so lots of activities going on obviously the theme is no football game we put (laughs) events in um so good uh thank you to all our partners all our volunteers everybody that makes these things happen it is not a tourism thing it is all our community and these groups that put on these meets so uh, real quick, I know I wanted to just kind of showcase a little bit of the star report, which is yes. the lodging report, and we're just talking football games. Um, so I did not talk about the LSU game. Remind me when that game, what time that game was. I was a little uh, busy with family stuff. Two thirty, right? Two thirty. All right. So Friday, when you see a two thirty game, you never know what you're going to get occupancy wise. Uh, average daily rate for Friday was three hundred and ten dollars. You'll see that that theme here shortly. Um, the Saturday night average daily rate for hotels average three hundred and thirty two. Uh, that is a 30% change, no, a 211% change from the year before. What that tells me right there was there was no football game. Right. Don't think, oh my gosh, 200% change, they're gouging, one, it's supply and demand, yeah. uh, but that just tells you there was no football game last year mm-hmm. on that. Uh, Occupancy-wise for LSU, Friday was 73%. Not bad. Still kind of down for a big opponent like that. Um, no, I am LSU, a little shocked because LSU travels real well. And they do. And I was not at the game, so I didn't see the capacity or as far as the crowd full. at the stadium as full. far from an LSU standpoint? Uh, well, one thing that y'all don't get to count either, although there were plenty of LSU people because they hung around afterwards. Uh, and and thank you, Ban, for hanging out and running the LSU I'm sorry band. that they have to do that every game now. And Yeah, and Seems running like. LSU band out of the stadium. Uh, but, yeah, they were, I think – and you can't put this in your report because I'm curious with teams like LSU, how many – the campsites were a lot mm-hmm. more full mm-hmm. and – you know, people in green space areas that were able to, and that of course doesn't count. Even Airbnbs, game day houses, and they, stuff. Those things are a little harder for yeah. us to report. They are, they are reported. I mean, they're still going downtown and spending money. Correct. But you know, a guy pulls up in a two hundred fifty thousand dollar Winnebago and camps out for a yep. week. That doesn't count towards a, a night spent in. It still Auburn, gets Ohio. lodging taxed if it's right. in this area. And Chihuahua, you know, you mm-hmm. want to talk about they uh, they have a a, 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 a piece of property within Chihuahua, and I just literally went blank on how much acreage uh, it is because I have to know those things. Um, it fills up with campers, and it is filled up generally way before the season because of all the home games. But Saturday's occupancy was much better. It was, and I'll just round it up. It was eighty-two percent. Okay. It was really eighty-one point nine. Uh, that so they is, came in with the game and stayed that night. Yeah. So if you're looking at 
just from a Saturday night occupancy standpoint for this year, you had Mercer at 85, you had San Jose at seven, San Jose State at 76, Penn State 86.7. There's our winner so far. Uh, you had Mizzou at 83.2, and then of course LSU at 81.9. Uh, compared to this is just wild that we're homecoming brings a lot, and homecoming was Mizzou this year. Yep. Here's a great comparison. Remember who was our homecoming opponent last year? I have no clue. Georgia State. Oh, okay. 89.7% on Friday compared to Mizzou, 87.6. Mizzou game was early, right? Mm-hmm. I think Georgia State was early, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna but they traveled yeah. because they had never been here. Big-time HBCU school. Mm-hmm. I, we got calls. I remember getting a call from a huge group that wanted the full experience. Mm-hmm. On Saturday for Georgia State last year, 892 compared to Missouri, 83.2. So right there, that is very unique Mm -hmm. um, because, and and here's another thing, from last year's same game, same homecoming, which typically you're going to see a little higher ADR, this just shows the market is still catching up Mm -hmm. from all the issues with with, uh, COVID from 2020 and 2021, inflation, all of those things. You're seeing our average daily rate. Mm-hmm. continue to rise, uh, which is not always a bad thing because that means more revenue in the market, more tax dollars coming into our communities. Uh, you're looking at Georgia State was around 319, uh, 330, depending on what night it was, uh, compared to Missouri was around 400 Whoa. and $1 and $404. So you can see right there, occupancy may be a little bit down, but your revenues are up. It's not a bad thing. Um, and the other thing is, is, it does matter who we play. Mm-hmm. It, it matters because for TV viewers. It matters for attendance for Auburn mm-hmm. Athletics for getting you know fannies in the seat, as they say. Um, and it matters for tourism. Um, we can't always play big time programs, yeah. but it matters when you're playing good quality opponents, whether they've never been here before or if it's a unique. Uh, um, opponent like Georgia State for a homecoming mm-hmm. event. Some of that they obviously, and I don't know if the schedulers have any control of that no. from an Auburn standpoint. Yeah. And they're not looking at it that. Um, but I just think it's real fascinating to see. So the theme is um, occupancies are around what they're typically supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. You know, any if it's a SEC opponent, 70%, 80%, you know, in the mid-80s. If you get into the 90s, something's, you know, it's Auburn's really good yeah. or that opponent is really good. I will say this, and I, I told Anthony this during the break. Uh, there are a lot of people that ask, especially in the media world, because we hear it all the time, because and even coaches will ask, well, why don't you play at Alabama State or why don't you play at Troy? Or Okay, from a tourism standpoint, Anthony Manning says, but I'll say this, those – Type programs are not going to come and spend the night here and stay. That that is a day game. That is a road trip. Uh, most of that alumni base from Troy, from Alabama State, uh, from Jacksonville State, they still live in the area mm-hmm. or at least live within probably two hours of mm-hmm. the area. A bunch of them so would live here. That's a yeah. They they do. I mean, you'd be a, you'd be. We used to at a previous station. We actually carried Troy games because of the alumni alumni base that's right here in the Auburn Opelika area. So. Um, I'm, I, I like seeing these numbers and I like seeing the team, the San Jose states come in, the Georgia states come in, you know, the people like that because, uh, they're bringing in out of towners that come and experience the Auburn, Penn State. And, and we had, had Alabama State 
for 2021. And now, of course, remember revenues were down, you know, as yeah. far as ADR. Uh, but you're looking at 79.8%. That's not bad, but then you hit 66% on a Saturday. That's not really good for a football home game. No, they were coming um, in, they spent the night Friday exactly. night going to the game and leaving. And it probably was because of the opponent, you're probably going to be looking at a noon game, even 11 o'clock game. Yep. Um, and, of course, I won't even talk about the ADR that last year because it's a little skewed because yep. of the, the market and what it's doing. So uh, you're right. So it's a little bit of a balance of who yeah. you, um, who you uh, put on the schedule. But, obviously, Auburn Athletics and the coaches are not looking at it. They don't no. care about the tourism side. <laughs> no, but I, but it, it you know it makes so much more sense to to you know a team like a Penn State's coming down and you're doing a home and home with somebody like that instead of paying uh, you know Jackson State where Dion is uh, 1.5 million Ooh. to come over here and you're having to come out of pocket money How about and that? they're not going to travel. How about that? We could talk about that again <laughs> that later, but man, that was a fascinating situation. <laughs> it was at Alabama State this weekend. How did I get in touch with you, Anthony? Go to aotourism.com or follow us on social media. All Opelika. Fox News coming up next. And then our promotions director, Miss Claire, is going to be coming in studio making her radio debut. We'll see how bad she does. That's next on Auburn Opelika this morning. This is News Talk, WANI, Auburn Opelika, Alabama, USA.